0: Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's another cackle tea. Guys, if you hear noise, it's my neighbor who decides, I don't know why don't people find every weekend they want to be um, digging and, and planting. I guess it's all the summer thing going on. But hello, another cackle tea, the gas on me Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. Guys, welcome to another cackle tea show. If you're locked in, on so many different places are locked in. Let me let me just get all the numbers down. We have, of course, we stream streamed Digicel. So like and share, right? Streamed by Digicel. Big up to Digicel Caribbean. 30 countries is tuned in. Big up to you guys. Then we're streamed in Dominica on Digicel Channel 3. If you looked at it, locked in on Digicel Channel 3, big up to yourself. One time, two times, three times. Then we're also on Digicel on Facebook. So if you're on Digicel on Facebook, good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for being part of another Kakoti experience. I kind of changed the look. I did like a, a little facelift. I gave Kakotee a little facelift. It, it got a little bit hotter, right? So let me know if you guys are enjoying the new facelift. The new Kakoti facelift. Yes. Uh, big up to all the folks who are tuning in. Wherever you're locked in in radio land, wherever you're locked in in TV land, wherever you're locked in on video land, welcome to Kako T. I'm excited to be back here with you. I hope you guys are excited to have me on the show again with you. I am super excited. Two amazing individuals coming on. Yo, I see people tagging. You might be wondering why people tagging so much people, right? Here's what's going on. Somebody, the person who tags the most, people between 6 o'clock and 630 wins themselves a lace front is a honey blonde lace front wig valued at 350 ec dollars period that's it that's it period right so if you tag the most people you're gonna win yourself a a hookup compliments crowned by an m of course, Nicole Morrison is coming to join us in just a little bit. Let me know where you guys are uh, viewing from, where you guys locked in, where, where, where is it? St. Thomas is in the house. Bernanda is here saying St. Thomas is in the house. I see the UK is in the house. It's Dominica's Dominica is in the house. Where else is in the house? Where else is in the house? Where else is in the house? Mm. Let me know where you guys are tuned in from, where you guys are locked in from. They... St. Thomas again. Yes. Yes. Big up to you. Janelle, Geist, and Venicia. ATL, D. Davis, wagwan, ATL is in the house. My phone's going off. I don't know why my phone's going off. My phone's going off. Yeah. Amazon's asking me to try and like share my experience. Amazon, no. (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) Good afternoon, guys. I'm excited. I have a pack show here for you and I hope you guys are ready for today's show. Coming up first, uh, we have Nicole Morrisons going to be joining us in in a little bit. So um, Nicole is going to be coming on, and then later on, we're gonna have Uzila joining us in the house. Guys, do me a favor, like and share, and also please don't add me as a friend on Facebook. I cannot add any more friends. So follow my Facebook page, like share adding me on facebook i cannot add any more friends i've maxed out i've been maxed out for five years i can't add any more friends actually it's more than five years it's more like six years i've been maxed out so go on my fan page follow you get to see because that's where i go live anyways i go live on my fan page not on my profile page so Go ahead and like the page. Like, share the broadcast. Shady live. Shady live. Shady live. Shady live. We're getting ready, guys. So many things happened this week. I mean, the world is plugged with issues. So many different things are happening around the world, especially in America. And I guess we are getting to to experience it more, especially in this side of the world. Because it's happening in this side of the world, right? Um, but these things happen all over the place. I hope everybody's being safe or at least trying to be safe uh, trying to continue to stay well. You know, COVID 19, Nisa say makes face, makes face for who? Makes face for who? COVID 19, um, and all of that. I just hope that everybody is healthy, everybody's well, your family's good, and um, we're ready. Let me know if you guys are liking the facelift, the new facelift. The new faculty facing it Let me know if you're liking it. I want to know. I want to know that you you're feeling it, you know. If you like the little face, like uh, yes, let's get started for this show. Of course, streamed by Digicel. I'm so happy that I could um have you guys on with me. Big up to you, Jason Charles. One time, big up to you, Elias, big up to Fabio, big up to all the rest of the gang, uh, wherever your team being. Hi, if you're listening on or if you're actually viewing on TV. How are you guys doing hope you're having an awesome day i hear the weather is nice and sunny in dominica i hear the weather is nice and sunny in the caribbean for the most part at the night the weather is nice and sunny okay it's still a little chilly i don't even know why but it's nice and sunny and needless to say what's up shasha chronic what's up what's up hope you're having a good day hope you're having an awesome day nicole is gonna be joining us in a few seconds literally in a few seconds and I just wanna—I uh, always start off the show this way. Uh, I'm giving you guys a little rundown as to how I know my guests. How I met my—Thank you, Beth. Thank you. Thank you. I'm—I'm I'm rocking the African print this afternoon. Yeah, I'm rocking the African print. Um, but I get to let you guys in on how I know my guests. Um, most of my guests i, I get to meet them before. Some of them I don't. Uh, but Nicole, who's gonna be our my first guest, I met Nicole. Way back in, I think it must have been the first or the second Dominica's Next Top Supermodel. Is that right? I think it was, yes. That's where I met her. And I remember thinking to myself, because I was, I was the, the MC of that event for, for three years um, back to back. And I remember, you know, seeing this girl, you know, she had the walk and everything. And she, un- unfortunately, she did not make it through, but what the events leading after, you know, she was such a go getter. She's done so much for herself as a model, as an entrepreneur, as uh, now she's, she's trying to develop her brand as a stylist. And I mean, I cannot be more part of her. If you guys played mass with pure mass for the two years, Nicole was our model. She was our main model. You know, um when we did the first one, I remember, you know, Nicole is just that type of person you can call her up and be like, Nicole, like can you do this? And she's like, Yeah, tell me when. When we leaving, when we when we going? You know, that's the kind of person she is. She's like, I literally connected with her, I think it must have been a few days before we wanted to launch. And I'm like, Nicole, we need a model, are you gonna be a model? She's like, She's like, Girl, it's a holiday, you know, and that thing, but I finally and I'm like, Nicole is something else, like something else hustler mode activate to the full extent and she has a wig line a lucky person between the hours of gas so janelle okay we need janelle okay janelle i best i just give janelle best i just give it to her because the amount of people janelle can tag best i just give it to her right um between 6 and six thirty, the lucky person will win themselves uh Gold, a honey blonde, I almost said a gold, but a honey blonde, lace front, wig, compliments, crowned by Nicole her She She told me, I, I have natural hair, so I don't really know about them things, and I never really wore a wig or, you know, lace front. But she said that, the you know, the edges are already been plucked. I don't know, what does that mean to you ladies out there who wear wigs? What, what does that mean, that the edges have been plucked? I guess when you lay down, the edges just slays. That's what it is. Get it ready for Nicole. Without no further ado, let's make some noise and say special, special good afternoon to I think we I think we might be twinning. Are we twinning? To Nicole, who's joining me right here. Right Hi Nicole. Yay. How are you looking for African beauties in the house? Hey <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good, I'm good. How are It's you so doing? good to have you here with me. Look, Crystal is shouting up. Crystal, like Nicole is beautiful, so so humble. People are like are, like screaming right now. They're so excited to have you on. Um how are you doing? I'm
1: doing good. What part of the world I'm doing are you in? You know, my Yes, every disappointment is a blessing. So I'm here for the COVID. I could not get to go back, but it's better here than
0: over there. <laughs> where, so, where is here?
1: Here is in Dominica. I'm currently in Dominica, and over mm-hmm. there is in Atlanta. So i instead of going back to Atlanta. You know,
0: I come down. My
1: little
0: foot for the camera. <laughs> uh, she's she's loving <laughs> she's loving the African friends. We're rocking the African. Friends. Make sure y'all people share the live. you have not shared the live, no comment. No comment on my <laughs> post if you lie. have not shared the live. Right, right. Go get me vexed. Good <laughs> afternoon, you Nicole. It's nice to have you here, um, with us on Capital Very, very, very first time on the show. Um, how are you dealing with COVID nineteen? First of all.
1: Well, first of all, well, I'm a homophobe, so I was locked inside, but then you can only stay inside so much, then I start seeing my pink walls <laughs> everywhere. So um, it has been chilled, I found a whole lot of talent that I didn't know I had, so it got me the opportunity, you know, to find myself and slow down and relax and come up with
0: new ideas. That's the styling. Who is Nicole Morrison? I love to start my show by asking who are my guests? for you?
1: Okay. I am Nicole Morrison. I'm from Portsmouth. I was born and raised in Dominica. Surprise to everyone. I was not born in Dominica. My mom is Dominican and my father is Antiguan. And I like to call myself a Caribbean baby. A little bit of St. Martin. I was born in St. Martin. Um and my mom is Dominican and my father is Antiguan, so I'm a Caribbean baby, a little mix of everything, a little soca, a little you check? <laughs> so, um, growing up, I always had a love for fashion, and I used to walk around in my mom's heels and whatnot, and everything to do with fashion, more or less. So, everybody either know me for the girl who dressed weird. I was also a hustler. I used to sell popcorn, and- sip popcorn in school, Big up to my PSS Massive, who bought all my popcorn for 50 cents. <laughs> so... <laughs> I have been doing a lot of stuff and then I decided I want to get into modeling. You know, my mom from since I was a baby, young, young girl, she always told me yeah, the resemblance of Naomi Campbell. I was like, you just saying that because you're my mom. But then little do I know I wind up pursuing a
0: career in modeling. Wait, too my- fast. Moving too fast. Mm-hmm. You're moving, too fast. <laughs> you're moving too fast. Hold your horses. Hold your horses. Right. right. Hold your horses. Let let before you get into the modeling and before we get into what you're doing or what you've done or any of that stuff, I, uh, I want to go back to. You mentioned something about selling your popcorn uh, in, in PSS. Uh, tell me a little bit about your school days.
1: My who I was a meg leg. Let me tell you, people did not think I could get fat. I used to um I used my mom's surname Christmas in high school. And I was so skinny. People used to tease me and sing, Christmas is coming, Nicole not getting fat. Please put a penny <laughs> oh, man dad. It was that bad. And uh, I didn't let it bother me because I was always somebody that was more or less in my own wounding anyways. Mm-hmm. And but I was always I I was always a hustler. It's in my bloodline, it's it's in my blood. I could sell you the shit off your back. So while i was going to school and whatnot um i was also part of the savings club i was like you know what i need an initiative to help my to assist my mom with my schooling and whatnot and i decided to my mom started making sweet popcorn so i used to actually go around the community of glanville selling sweet popcorn and then when my mom was like why don't you sell in school now it's a time where if you're selling things in school you know children watching you funny to tell you i really didn't care so I had one school bag, one on this shoulder with my school books, and an other and another school bag with sweet popcorn. I was not actually I was not supposed to be selling in school, but now I'm out of school, so I can say it. So I used to sell popcorn under the table. <laughs> Children used to pass little Black market popcorn. People. Black market sweet popcorn. That was that. It was worth. It was worth the hassle. People used to. You remember those Cage in P.S.S. Yes. Used to, them, two quarts in that. <laughs> I to that's <laughs> From student to student to student until you get to the person by the door. All while teacher was teaching the amount of popcorn I sold. I'm not even going to say who class because I don't want them to come back and find me. Who cares? But, You're grown now. Nobody cares. I, don't know I used to be selling popcorn is S. F- Especially in my accounting class, it was Miss Bella was my teacher. She always used to tease me about. You know, she did, I, I don't know if she knew or if she did not know, but I used to pass the popcorn from student to student. And the children in my class was mostly tea way. They'll pass it down the line until it gets to the person. And during, yeah, during recess, I would go around, you know, and whatnot. People even start teasing me and calling me sweet "popcorn," a popcorn girl. That what was, popcorn girl.
0: But you and made
1: when I, money. Yeah, oh, yes, I made my money. I used to make maybe a total 10 cents of popcorn. I used to come home from school sometimes with 50 to $60, you know. Popcorn I sold like that. <laughs> but some days, and then I would come home, and then I would either go around Glanville and sell popcorn or around the entire Portsmouth, Zika, Chance, Lago, and sell popcorn. So, I mean, and whatever my mom could sell. Sometimes my mom had a backyard garden. You know, these, these vegetable beds? So sometimes I sell the a little carrots to that, a little cyber, a little something. I used to sell mangoes. Yo, what's it in my blood? So
0: <laughs> I do not know what I had to do. <laughs> okay, so so you so you had all these crazy moments, you know, selling popcorn, but I'm sure you, you felt to some extent boy, they, they didn't get to and would me out of PSS.
1: <laughs> I know right, but I'm like. I was thinking like how bad could it be? Mm-hmm. It, it could be worse. I could be doing worse. So I guess then maybe would just give me a warning. But I wound up making it five years <laughs> and not caught. And then I also used to sell DVDs by the side of the road. Yo, yeah. boy, thinking about it. I did a lot of hustling. I took a lot of why I did a lot did of much?
0: Why did huh? you hustle so much?
1: I wanted to help my mom, more or less. I felt that if I could pull some weights, then I could make, you know, things in the house a little bit easier because I came from a single parent family. So I was raised with my mom and and my two brothers, and she was pulling her weight as well. She was doing quite a lot. So I was like, well, if I can at least call the expense, it would make things a little bit easier on, on her and whatnot. So... It was a two-team house. It was me and my mom. So much so, like, people would be like, oh, you help raise your brothers and whatnot. And (laughs) even on Mother's Day, my mom would tell me Happy Mother's Day because it was two of us. It was two of us against the world. That's what it was, two of us against the world. But she did a great job raising me, and I'm super proud. Look at where I am.
0: (laughs) That is fantastic. I hope your mom is is, is doing this right now Mm -hmm. and she gets to to see it. You speak about her. You just speak highly about her. Okay, so you. when you like, when you were a little girl, did you always you say you walked around in your mom's shoes, but did you always want it to be a model? If not, what did you want?
1: I wanted to be a police woman. <laughs> I know, surprising, right? I always looked at police men as superheroes. I was like this: they protect the community. I am against bullying. I really hate it. So I was like, if it's one walk. Who- if I'm a policewoman, then I can protect those that's been bullied. At least I can protect people. So my mom told me, actually, my mom always spoke to us. My mom told me, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because she wanted to guide her, she wanted to guide her children accordingly. So I said, mom, I want to be a policewoman. She said, a police woman?" <laughs> she said, I'm not sending you to school, paying money to send to school <laughs> to become a policewoman. My dreams are shattered. She was like, <laughs> look at something you're good at. And pursue a career in it. I was like, something I'm good at. And then I started to think, I'm telling you all this from the age of between 9 and 10. She's telling me this. And I'm like, oh, I'm good at hiding money and saving money. So everybody that used to give me like little gifts, you know, for, for birthdays and whatnot. Or, you know, parents, the aunts, the uncles, everybody giving somebody a little money. I always used to save my money. And I used to be like, I used to save it until, I don't know, I find something I really, really want or something like that. So I was like, I'm good at saving money. Maybe I'll become a bank manager. <laughs> <laughs> so then I should I, she just steered me into business. And it went on from there. And I think it's when I was about, no, 15 or 14, I found um, leaflets. She actually did this before I was born. Yeah? She used to like watching these magazines and whatnot. And she did a clipping of Naomi Campbell. It's actually dated. She said she don't know why she did it. She just loved to see this girl. And she was, I think she was pregnant with me or something like that. And she just saved this clipping and I found it and I was like, mom, who is this beautiful lady? And she told me it's Naomi Campbell. And she always wanted, that's how I came into this world. She wanted a little girl. So I am a big wanted baby. (laughs) She wanted her little girl. So she was like, um, she always saw it and she just decided to keep it. And she, we moved around a lot, but this wind up staying. And I was like, wow, I love to see this girl. I think I want to be a model. And then, and I always loved fashion. Since I was a three old, four years old, I used to walk around with my mom, high heels and whatnot in the house, playing trumpets because I really liked music too. So she was like, okay, I just take it from there. She didn't even push me into it. She tried to get me into fashion because I was not always like that glam. I li- I liked heels in a tomboy look. <laughs> mm-hmm. But after a while, you know, she was like, this earring on put this dress on make yourself make yourself you know how they do make yourself look good make it younger make yourself look good and then it wind up working to the point of no i want styling and and i just love everything different
0: so 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 you decided that you want to become a model when was your first experience
1: modeling my first experience whoa i think there was a show i can't remember the name of that fashion show but it was held in Arawak, House of Culture. And I remembered they had, like, something like a small group of models or agency. Like, I really can't remember the name. And then they were looking for models for that particular show.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: they assigned me to Caprice. I, you know when Caprice had his yes, his yes salon? Yes. Yes. So he assigned, they assigned me to Caprice. And I was supposed to model for him. He had his clothes and everything. You know, Caprice was always extra. He had everything yeah. to the team. Yeah. So he was like, he saw my hair and he was like, I'm going to cut your hair. I was like, Cut my hair. So then I was like, you know what? Go ahead. Because I saw everybody around me looking so beautiful. So I wanted to. That was my first fashion show. Um, that was my first fashion show. I was scared. I think I was looking buoy, <laughs> thinking it was fierce, but <laughs> that was my very first experience. And then after I did, more professionally, I did Dominica Fashion Week. I think Glenda I'm um, hosted that show. Mm-hmm. And she brought people in from Barbados and models in from Barbados. And that was the first time we saw what models, models are supposed to look like. So I remember the group of us pull up in the corner. I was like, what? Yeah. We're supposed to go up against that. It wasn't a competition, but you know, you feel be intimidated mm-hmm. and whatnot. So it was our first experience to what modern fashion is like outside. And um, it was a very good experience. It really pushed me and encouraged me and motivated me because I got shame. The first time he was, I think Rodney Powers was, was was teaching us how to walk and whatnot. So Rodney Powers was like, Walk. So I'm walking and I'm thinking I'm, I'm shutting my stuff. And then he's like, Stop. Why are you stepping so? And what are you, you have on? It's very ugly. I was like, You didn't jump that I just came from work. So I imagine I dress up to go to work thinking I'm looking good all day and this man is telling me what I'm wearing is all Oh no <laughs> it Was a learning experience it prepared me for the fashion industry because everybody thinks that it's just a bed of roses. It is a bed of roses but people fail to um people fail to remember that a bed of roses also have thorns, a lot of thorns. so it has its thorns and it has a beautiful side because This was just the beginning of the amount of shame I was going to get. (laughs) So it really toughened my back a a lot and whatnot. So
0: I want to talk a little bit about, uh, briefly about your time uh, in Dominica's next uh, top supermodel. Uh, But before I do that, I want to let people know the competition is now closed. So you can stop tagging your friends. Um, It's now closed. So we're going to be checking to see who was who the one who um, tagged the most people? Oh, you want me to show them the wig? It say that again? You want me to show them the wig, what they're going to wear? Yes, yes, bring out the wig, what's on the wig, so they can see, so they could see. <laughs> the so this is the,
1: the piece, it's a lace front, so it's a pre-plucked front, meaning it will look like it's coming from your hair, it's realistic and it also has a center pad, so you don't have that to worry about. It's an 8-inch bulb. It's mm-hmm. a one glue
0: Can you like, apply heat it and stuff? Like, I don't know about them things, so mm-hmm. so
1: No, with this wig, you can actually wear it glueless. So some people, they like to, like, slay the edges, you know, glue it down, stick it down nice and thing. But it comes with adjustable straps, and it also comes with an extra um elastic band inside that you can adjust to your head size so you can just cut off the lace at the front it's a lace front so you can just cut off the lace at the front reverse it on and this it will be sling trust me and i also install so it's up to you if you would like me to install it or if you have your favorite stylist hair stylist that you would go to to install it so
0: this so, is it so we're gonna be announcing the winner in, in just a little bit <clears throat> like janelle's like it sits will announce the winner when Nicole is about to get out of hair and make room for the next guest. Um, So, you're going to be winning yourself that lucky person will win themselves a honey blonde um, lace front wig that's eight inches. um, Mm -hmm. That they can wear it, as you said, you can wear it blue and ghouls. I don't know, but yeah. the the, the ladies would know who rock their their lace fronts. They definitely know that okay so let's get into before we get into the winner announce the winner you did um um, dominica's next uh supermodel would you say what would you say about that experience and would you say was that was what kind of propelled you to get out there as a model
1: um Dominica's my supermodel it was a great experience um it showed my fashion side it yo it sucked the life out of me the preparation and whatnot and Ruth did a fantastic job all all the girls were still friends we still communicate we still hang out we're like sisters now so I got the opportunity to make a great friend um a great group of friends and whatnot and the preparation oh my god yo it's like. In this journey, this modeling journey, it's like every experience was so different, and it taught me so much. And when I did not win, I was sad. I didn't say sad for too long, because I know a lot more could have been done, and if I had just the amount of time, because I was working while I took part in the competition. So if I had a little bit more time, a little bit more sponsors, a little bit more effort, then I know I would have done a better job. I did that show tired it was a friday so i came from work late straight from work i had to run to the designer to get the last minute stuff done it was it was a hassle and the experience also prepared me for going out there but then when i did not win it's like i took a lull from from it for a while and i had the opportunity to go to europe it was me and my ex went that time and in when i went to spain that's what that more or less gave me the extra push um, when I went to Spain, I went to one of these boutiques to buy a dress and I'm trying to coax him into buying me the dress because it was really expensive. And the owner of the boutiques, they have several branches across Spain. Um, ODT Moda, I think that was her name. And she's looking at me and she's staring. Mind you, I'm the only black person. I only on the plane, coming to San Sebastian, I was the only black person. In the place, I was the only black person. So, you know, but those things doesn't bother me. Because I got tough skin from sin school and people used to call me popcorn girl. So I was giving my best life, you know, waiting to get my clothes on. And then she walks up to me and she hands me this beautiful dress. I actually wore the dress um on the second season, the second um. Yeah, the second show, oh, Dominica's Next Supermodel. A black dress laced with some really pretty pink designs at the front. And she me to try it on. When I tried it on, everybody they speak Spanish. So all I'm saying, ah, que linda, bellissimo, ah, que linda. And whatnot. Tell me how beautiful it is. So I'm looking, this dress fits like it's cut for me. This woman tell me, so many people come to the store wanting this dress. But it just doesn't fit right. And on me, it fits perfect. So right then and there, she told me she wanted me to do a campaign shoot for her store i'm like what my eyes open wide the little girl from portsmouth that comes and sell dvd by the side of the road you want her today come and shoot (laughs) so i was like she did so we did the shoot and she paid me and whatnot and then she said she told me you know what? i'm giving you this dress because it would hurt me to see someone else come in there buy it and it's not fitting them she was like for you it's perfect i was like for real and then another photographer also did a shoot with me in Spain as well. And then we went to Barcelona and I got to witness my first ever like high fashion fashion week. Barcelona fashion week. I was like, you know what? This this is just happening too fast. This is my calling. I'm going to put it. So it actually propelled me to get out there. Then I started to do um, a lot of shoots and whatnot. And then I got the opportunity to after that, what I did, I think, St. Martin fashion week. Mm-hmm. And then I Barbados Fashion Week and from Barbados Fashion Week, I met a designer there. I think he participated in a Project Runway. Okay. And he told me about New York Fashion Week. If I come and work for him, so I went to New York, clueless <laughs> um, for fashion. Yeah, Week. What,
0: what was that experience like? Because, you know, I, you, you speak about Europe and you speak about the Caribbean, you know, um, experiences. What was the, the experience like modeling in the Caribbean versus Europe? And in what were they like?
1: Big up to my Caribbean people, but it was a little bit provincial compared to the US because, you know, in the Caribbean, they will tell you like when you walk, you walk with sass and then we move and move our hips and, you know, and we think we do all this exaggerated pose and, and whatnot. And in New York, they tell you walk straight, you you'd walk nonstop. So you walk with your shoulders back straight, you walk down, no exaggeration, no nothing. You just walk because you're like a walking hammer. You walk, you make a round, come right back, and that, that, that's it. So the first casting, I went, look at me, you know, come with my Caribbean play, singing hips, and be like, pose, pose, pose. yo. <laughs> they stopped me right there in my tracks. <laughs> they was like, this is not high fashion. High fashion is different. You're advertising the clothes. You're not advertising yourself. So I was like, so it is now. <laughs> so that, that was more or less. My experience—that's the difference. It's the lights, the camera, the the box. do the backstage because in the Caribbean, backstage, you know, everybody have their clothes wrapped around, everybody hiding. My first experience backstage, my eyes was like open wide. I was like, look at those girls walking around and just pants, titties swinging left, right. But everybody was so much in a rush; nobody's checking <laughs> out. So look at me all trying to. What where are we then? <laughs> Come on, and <around. laughs> it was like it was. It's just totally different
0: it's totally different tell, yeah. tell me bit, tell me a little bit about the different shows that you you've worked on or you've been on. just what the themes that you've been about.
1: i think for well for everybody else i did a show for kanye west so i did one of his collections and that show er, like people would think it's my the highlight of my fashion like oh my god you work for kanye west tell and it's true I'm grateful for the experience. I'm very grateful for it. But it wasn't one of my most favorite shoes. Because, number one, can't even stop me from making $500. <laughs> because when we they wanted us to come early in the morning, they took our phones away. So we had no communication. They took our clothes away. And we had to be in here and make up and then dress and go to the show and whatnot. And we stayed for the entire day. We did not come back until like 7 o'clock. When I finally got my phone, I realized that one of the designers for another show I had to work for that was paying me very well. Um, he was like he was trying to contact me all day for me to come in for a fitting and whatnot, and because I could not make it, I could not do the show, so he had to contact somebody else. I was oh. like Kanye West. <laughs> 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 it was that was it. I think my most favorite show in New York. Um I did a show, I think, for Style Fashion Week. Is I was working for Ali, what is his name, Adrian Alisea. and I don't know everything about the clothes and how it made me feel. It made me feel so empowered and strong, and um, you know, the it before like the feminism thing even became like a, such of a grand thing. It made me feel that way. I felt so confident working in that. I think that was one of my favorite shows. And I stayed very close to the designer. So anytime I'm in Europe or whatnot, I would email him up, find out how he's doing and, and all that good stuff. And was yes, what? I worked for and um, yeah, different designers. So it was it's quite um interesting. A quite long journey. Um, an interesting one.
0: <laughs> Nicole, besides modeling, what are some of your other passions? My other work? What are some of the things that you're passionate about?
1: About the industry?
0: What are some of the other things oh, what, that you're oh, passionate oh, some about? some of
1: the other things I'm passionate about. Sorry, it's a little bit there. Um, I absolutely love styling. It's like I just feel like my creative juices normally flowing. So that's where all of my shoots, all of my shoots, or mostly all of my shoots, because I don't want to forget any designers mostly all of my shoots, once it's not a design I'm working for, I style them myself. I sit down, I come with, up with a concept, I laser with the photographer, I let them know, tell me what you think about that, I think that's what I want to shoot, that's the concept I'm going to shoot, and then other, we just realize it. So I love, as you can see, I like my the African heritage, I, I like the roots, I feel like um we're always being portrayed as slaves and we're always talking about slavery. I'm not saying we shouldn't shed light on it. But during slavery, there was also kings and queens in Africa. There was also great things that were being done. We can't forget that side of it. So I always try to portray that in most of my shoots, one way or the other. I portray that in my everyday, my hairstyle, what I wear, the clothes I wear and, and what I buy and whatnot. So every shoot, I try to bring that into it. I don't want to just... Or oh, another African shit from Nicole. Or oh, another African shit from Nicole. No, I try to incorporate things that make women feel empowered and be like, you know what? Look at look at that. Look at how outstanding it is. And I definitely go out of the box. I always go out of the box for all of my shoes. So, and I, and I, that's why I love Dominica because it's like there is so much potential. Every time I would look at the mountains, go to the sea, go to the river, I get inspired. And that's what I'm trying to get into, styling, because I want to leave from in front of the camera to behind the scenes. And I want to start styling models professionally for photo shoots. So if they're like, you know what, a photographer, reach out to me. I'm going to shoot this young lady and I'm looking for a concept. I'm looking for a theme. So I come up with the theme. I will come up with the hairpiece. I will even come up with the attire and the jewelry. And I try to portray that theme because I want to... There is not an industry for it in Dominica, but I'm trying to incorporate it because too much time we look for opportunities out there. I'm not saying that we're wrong for it, but I feel like we should create opportunities there ourselves. Somebody has to do it first. So, because that's my favorite quote. We become we have to become the change that we want to see. And I intend to be the change. There is not styling, there is not a stylus here. Guess what?
0: There is now. Well, guess no. that people, next time I'm in Dominica you're going to have to star me for a shoot. You know, I always put down my my photo shoot. Whenever I'm home, I link up with with photographers and Mm -hmm. I always put down a shoot because I'm constantly building my portfolio. I I need to have pictures. People ask me sometimes the events that I have to be on to send me a picture. And I like to send different things. And I'm not only for that. I I write. I do so many different things. You know, you just want to have a variety of photos. So I will be checking you out. So you better start putting your thinking caps on, right? Oh, yeah. So, when I'm in your yeah. Next, so you could style me uh, mm-hmm. for my next So you you have me. I am your canvas. Do as you can, right? Then there's, there's, I think there is, I, I love it. I, I love that you said that because I noticed that there's so many photographers in Dominica. And they pick up these young girls, and they go, I'm not trying to put nobody in shade, but take however you want it, I think not care less. I thought I wanted my problem off his mind. They take these young girls, and they go out there, and, and they put them out in nature, they put them out in different scenes and settings. And they, they take photos of them, and then they post them on social media, or the girls post them on social media. And it's not necessarily bad photos, but it could be so much better. If it was eight exactly. exactly. you know, and that and- is my, that is my ma- yeah, I am determined
1: to change the way photographers shoot. I'm like in all the Caribbean islands with all the photographers I've worked with. I work with photographers in the U.S. as I said in Europe and in the Caribbean. I'm realizing that everybody shoots different, but everybody's advancing in Dominica, like except. It's like they keep shooting the same thing over and over and over. And I'm trying to, I'm seeing so much high-end photos from St. Lucia, Trinidad,
0: all around. I'm like, it's my mission. Before
1: I go back to the
0: You day. would swear that they just want to just see a Apache Pache, Tutuni young girls. Exactly. There are other ways that we can be represented. And sometimes I'm wondering, are those girls even 18? You know, like exactly. Like, like, exactly. Like, like, what's going on?
1: I tell you, you have no portraits. You have no editorial looks. You have, and I'm planning on, yo, I'm planning on changing that. I have a shoot coming up where I'm on a bamboo raft in Indian River. And it was the first. When I t- told the photographer about it, I was like, what? And I cannot swim. So I was like, Oh, no! am- <laughs> Joe, and let me tell you, the boat, a boat was towing the raft. And I actually reshooted it um yesterday. And yo, why the photographer tell me to pause and tell the, trying to tell the man to swell to so? I look in down and they rub disconnect from the raft and I dend it deep by my <laughs> Let me tell you. I see my mother in big rude Yo, and I cannot scream. I can't move. I have to balance myself on the raft because if anything I fall and they far from me, so nobody can come and save me. But it was worth it. It was worth it. So I'm I'm really happy and I have so much different ideas like coming up. Because there is we don't even have to create a background. Dominica, the entire island is a background. So how is not inspiring me to shoot different? So I try mm-hmm. to get my inspiration different places. Sometimes I even dream them and I wake up and I like I can do it. <laughs> so I'm determined before I leave Dominica that I'm going to change the way photographers shoot. I'm going to bring in different concepts. When you see when you see certain photographers post, you have to be like, okay, yes, that looking like Nicole mustn't touch it
0: someone. Or hey, someone. we like that. We absolutely love it. Nicole, I cannot wait. And, and I'm hoping that there are some photographers who are actually looking at the live right now or listening and they're like, hey, let me connect with Nicole next time. Because we can't see the same thing. I mean, sometimes, and those girls pretty, you know. Yeah, girls. You just try and watch the same thing. It's just like, next. I don't feel like I can like the picture. even I'm some- not, not watching the
1: girls' features because there are some girls, I people stare a lot. It's like I'm constantly looking for girls because I look for their bone structure. And I'm like, this girl, there are some people that are just attractive. So it's like they haven't even taken photos. And I just want to stop them and be like, um, you that shit with me? You'd allow me to, you know, study and shoot you, but then it's like, you know, maybe you a little bit iffy or whatnot. Oh, I don't know that girl or whatnot, and I'm like, just how you shoot it, the angles you shoot can portray that person in such of a
0: different light. Like, let, let, I, let I, me, I, let I let me just go to the, the live. You know, people who've been who've been commenting on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole, um, we have um, Simeon saying So proud of you, Nikki. Um, mm-hmm. Then oh. we have. Um, Gerald, my sister, is saying so proud of you, Nicole. Oh, loves- that's
1: my kid, Yo, I love your sister. Absolutely absolutely. So you don't
0: love me then? You got love my sister? And you don't love me? Like, what's up?
1: I so- mean, like, you know, that's big love. But <laughs> me and Gerald went to school together. And it's like from since PSS, I was always watching Gerald. I don't know. I always love her face. I, I tell you long time. Tell you to
0: style her when yeah. you Dominica next. Hi, Dominica. Right? Stevia, who was part of um uh Dominica's next up supermodel, along with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Um. So she's she's shouting you out there. She says you are great, um and you're a great photographer, photographer director next. Uh, then we have um Beb is saying you're a positive young lady. Uh, when you somebody's asking a question when you go on a job they try to make you change your look someone's asking a question
1: yes that is why that is where this whole afro thing came from and i should have said that before um i have always especially when i'm i was modeling internationally they always wanted to give me this eurocentric um version of beauty it's like i either have to have my hair straight and i did it for a while like i was going to fashion with constantly covering my natural hair because my hair is natural and they always wanted me to either i have no hair on my head or they always wanted me to have the straight weave they never know how to do a black girl's hair it's like there was so much discrimination that's why i want to also create opportunities for young girls because i'm like we have so much potential that need to be seen i was told that i'm too dark for um, my complexion. The man told me his designs doesn't suit my complexion. In other words, I'm too dark to wear what he wants me to wear. There was an ex one that told me we don't know how to do your hair. There was an ex one that painted my face absolutely white because she don't know how to do a black girl's face. And there were times I, I legit sit down and cry because of the things that I was being told. Sometimes I was be hearing like, Oh, we already have two black girls, we don't need another black girl. You understand? So it's like, it, and imagine being told this after one casting, after the next, after the next, and then you reach your next one, and then they absolutely love everything about you, and then you're all happy again, and then you go to the next one, and then you're hearing something negative, and then the absolute, so it's like ro- it's a roller coaster of emotions. Let me tell you, it's not easy at all. So because of that, it's either you bend or you break in the industry. So I was like, I am not breaking so I'm going to portray I start pushing my look even furthermore. I start saying, you know what? Let me push my African look. I don't care if I lose a job for it, at least I know I come out being me and I continue to be me. Because after modeling, what is it? What do I find? When I go home, who am I? What do I see? I'm just a shell of something they try to create me. They, they want me to be, but that's not me. So that's it. There are plenty of times they wanted me to change my look. Or tell me be the white is black. Can you imagine? They're like, yeah, you're a black girl, but people like you, so you should be the whitest black that you could be.
0: Somebody's asking a question. They're... Wow. <laughs> Somebody's asking a question, but before they ask the question, how did you, how were you able to remain positive though through all of this? How, how I was what? Sorry, how you were you able it? to remain positive through all of this?
1: It's, I told myself, it's easier to be negative than to be positive. If I sit down and cry, it's not going to fix anything. So I said, you know what? I'm going to work to be, I'm, I like push through it with a smile. You tell when the man told me, oh, um, your complexion is not suiting my designs. I look at him, I smile, I say, thank you. And I move to the next designer and the next designer absolutely loved my look. Love. So I'm like, you never know the, they would always tell you, you get like a thousand no's before you get a yes. And I have gotten a lot of no's in the industry. I've gotten a lot of discrimination in the industry. I have been pushed aside. So I was like, if I sit down and cry. Where I you going and come back? Dominica, where people call me a modeler. So <laughs> <laughs> I reached too far. I wired too much. I invested too much money into it for me to just sit down and solve. I was like, and I come from a line of strong women. So I'm like, you know what? This is why I'm, I'm going to push my look even more. It's going to be so much in your face that you would have no choice than to just accept it. When you see a girl wearing this, come to do your show and you're looking at it. how many and you seen other people appreciating it it's like you either take her or you don't take her that is it yeah. you know you either get a yes or no so i can only be me because when i come home i want to be proud that yes at least you see it shows wheezy it shows the designers colors it shows and at the end of the day it started a movement in the fashion industry because a lot of black models started a movement black models matter as well because they were going through the same thing like that I was going through and they started to stand up and represent themselves and they start getting respect, it's either you stand for nothing or you fall for everything for anything, so that's why I decided to be how I am
0: people are saying, Crystal is saying you look great, I'm saying you, um, you look, you, your look tells a story so your look tells a story um, a lot of folks are commenting and look what's next for you?
1: what's next for me? Crowned by NM. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing now. Um, I'm pursuing my education, stretching off in marketing, because I'm like, I like to talk. It's my personality and it's my vibe. And also I want to go, I'm actually one, I want to leave from being in front of the camera. I'm not saying I would stop doing shoots, but I want to go behind the scenes. Because I realize I'm a very good director, creative director. And I want to push my styling. I really want to push my styling. Because with that, a style, what a, a celebrity wear, either make or break them. When Beyonce wears something bad, we was like, but yeah, well, she has that. Her, but it's not she who is speaking, it's her stylist. Mm-hmm. So her stylists constantly have to be in the loop the, to see what's trending, how they can incorporate that into the look. And as Crystal said, which I'm, it shows that I'm doing something good. That it tells a story. That's what I want. I want whatever I wear to tell a story. I want what goes on in my head. I want it to be seen in what I wear and how I carry myself. So in my hair, in my clothes, in my, you can see and anyway be like, okay, deep out, I'm loving where she's going with this. I'm really liking it and and whatnot. So that's what I really want to get into styling and into, because it's not every time, you know, I like to change my look. You know how they? Um, I think I saw a meme somewhere where a, meme, a girl was saying, "Oh, she tell the boy told her she he needed to. They think they should see different people." And she put one hairstyle to the next hairstyle to the next hairstyle. She was like, "Which one do you want to see today? Tell me." <laughs> so today I can wear this. Tomorrow I can switch my wig on, like for carnival. I actually went from red hair to short hair to an afro in three days jail. In
0: three Wednesday. days
1: so I like I love the fact that I can change my look and how I'm feeling today I wake up and I'm feeling like an African queen here it is, it's tomorrow I want to be Beyonce and put on my long hair I can slay <laughs> you know so, <laughs> I want to give other people or other women the same opportunity to do that as well and
0: you know be themselves we're getting ready for the announcement for the lucky lucky winner. Of, of, of the honey blonde, eight inches, honey blonde lace front wing. and it was tight. It was a tie between two people, but one person, one person definitely came out on top and won. Um, uh, and we're doing it just up of forty, <laughs> and we want to congratulate uh, Janelle Geese. Um, on oh. winning uh, Janelle. Janelle, tell us if you're on the live still. Janelle, let us know where you're locked in from. Um, where you, where you're from. You just won yourself a brand new lace front wig, um, valued at 350 EC dollars, and you're gonna be able to drop that wig whether you're staying or you're going out. So congratulations to you. Someone asked about um, a sabotage that happened in Barbados. I feel like I want to talk to you. Why, what? That's what my, what one of my businesses (laughs)
1: also Um, For Barbados Fashion Week, I wouldn't say it was more, it wasn't a sabotage per se, but it's like in the dark to bring that up, and also, also to say, be careful in the industry who you trust. It's not everybody that wants to sell you glam and fashion and promising that they could take you to New York, to Paris, to Milan, that you should believe. There are a lot of people who use models to take their money and give them Canada. I don't want to go into too much details to so mention too much names, but let's just say I trusted some people that I should not trust because they told me, gave me the opportunity of doing a show there and doing a show here and I had to do a show in LA. so And that happened, that stemmed from Barbados, well, that's one. And then also when I was there for fashion week. <laughs> it's like that too. You always have to be strong. Yo, you're talking about that yeah, thing. Hell, nice actually Let me tell you, I don't know if have no other finger bigger than that should be that There's just like what But whatever it is, that's what I have on my back. <laughs> because I got prompt upon especially as a foreigner coming to Barbados mm-hmm. Fashion Week and all that. And I remember one design wanted me to close his show and it was like um, more or less giving me looks like all oh, white girl she shoots and and what not who she thinks she is and, and all that thing. And more or less wanted to take the spot because that's a spot model for. They would literally bring the heel of your shoes. If it means that you don't get to close the show. That's what it is. Closing the show and opening the show normally takes um you get a lot of well, photographs, a lot of attention. It means that if the, the designer wants to highlight his big look, it's normally the the last look. So it was that, and uh, the sabotaging the entire industry was just in this. So that's just how it settled. I don't want to. I cannot say too much without mentioning names so and I don't want to mention. It.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicole, it was a pleasure having you on Catherine T, here with me. We went so far ahead of time. We we were so far back. We we gotta go and make way for our next. I appreciate having you on, and I know the fans, the people who follow you, absolutely love you. Um, you've grown so much. I I mean, from where you were to now, I can see so much more confidence. Uh, you know that you. you know, I mean, you were always beautiful to begin with. Because if you were not beautiful, I would not use you for my class. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but you. But you've always been fierce, and I love you. I love what you're doing. Continue to do your stuff. Continue to be encouraged. Continue to be true to yourself. Uh, continue to make magic, or continue to rock your Afro hair, and continue to do your African stuff. And um, I want to encourage you know all of the. Photographers out there in wherever you are, it doesn't have to be Dominica. If you're looking for a stylist, color up Nicole Morrison. You know, I, I feel you have an awesome, uh, awesome sense of style, and I think that you can do. Even when we did Pure Mask, you're like, oh, have? That, that would look good there. That would look good. Like you had the, the vibes, right? So I, well, w- I
1: love those things. I love those things. And I love that you're for Pure Mask. Yo, I was so super excited for the first one because I love culture. And I love my heritage and my roots. And the mere fact that you all could think of taking the sensei and making it look sexy, like you could have rock your sensei and still have like a little top on your hips and your yo, I absolutely love it. You all need to you all need to do that again. Because... We need
0: to do it again. Yeah, we need to do... Gail, we need to do it again. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if if we have another carnival. I know, right? <laughs> well, we <laughs> Thank again. Thank you again, Nicole, for coming on here with me. All the best with all your stuff. Um, I will. Okay. Janelle, Gist, you're welcome. I'll ask Janelle Gis to contact me directly. I'll hook you up with her so she can pick up her brand new lace, honey blonde color, uh, three hundred and fifty dollar value. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to everyone. Thank you very much, Nicole, for being on here with me, and I wish you all the best. Until next time, okay?